I'm going to explore the inflation of the 1970s, what led up to it and the misconceptions, and finally how the situation from back then is really different from today. Let's rewind the clock back 50 years and go back to the great inflation. The 70s were not a good time economically. Unemployment was in the double digits, the stock market was in the dumps, and interest rates hit 20% by 1980. Now how did the country end up in such a bad position? If you ask most, they'll say it comes down to these three things. Number one, the oil crisis, which put the US industry on its knees. Two, labor unions being too bossy, who asked for too much and they led to the unemployment. Three, businesses exploiting people by raising prices. Yeah, that's cool, but that leaves one party out, the government. Let me explain what actually happened. There was a spending spree in the 60s, which pushed demand up and then there was bad monetary policy in the 70s. All right, let's talk about the spending spree of the 1960s. First, we have the Vietnam War, which was a huge expenditure, and finally, President Lyndon Johnson's great society policies. The scale of these ambitious policies have only previously been seen in FDR's New Deal programs during the Great Depression. These policies aim to reduce poverty and increase safety nets via welfare spending, which of course required a lot of spending. Now let's talk about the second main thing that led to the great inflation, which was the bad monetary policy of the 1970s. Basically, the government tried to keep unemployment low via cheap money, i.e. money that could be borrowed at a cheap rate. Now, this does help the economy grow faster initially, but this has the impact of pumping a lot of money into the economy. And because there's now so much more money in circulation in the economy, it's not worth as much. So inflation effectively rises. But there's a few reasons why today's situation is different from back then. Firstly, back then we had something called stagflation, which meant that we had unemployment that was very high and economic growth that was really low. A double whammy. This is a really lousy situation for the economy to be in. People are both losing their jobs and prices of everything are going through the roof. This is what was going on in the 1970s. This was devastating as people's savings were gobbled up. So what they could afford to buy yesterday was more than the next day. How do we avoid stagflation from ever happening again? Well, the key thing is we need to manage our interest rates proactively. This means raising interest rates steadily and gradually as soon as inflation passes the 2% target. Now let's talk about the second big difference, which was the rigidity of the labor market. Back then, the labor market was more centralized. This was where basically wages and the conditions of the workers were determined by the government. But now we have a more decentralized labor market where apart from the minimum wage, the government stays out of negotiations between the employer and the employees. Now, what does this difference mean? Back then via the central system, if inflation rose, wages would normally rise as well to try and maintain real wages. But the issue with that is that we would get into this vicious cycle where after wages rise, companies would raise their prices to account for their higher labor costs, which would in turn lead to the central system pushing wages up, which again led to companies raising their prices again. Finally, the most important difference between today and 50 years ago is the Fed's priorities. Back then, the Federal Bank was equally concerned about employment, economic growth, and inflation. This led the Fed to tolerate unacceptably high inflation rates, all in the name of keeping unemployment down via low interest rates. But this failed miserably, and inflation skyrocketed, and unemployment went up 
anyway. But the feds have learned their lesson since then. Inflation management takes priority because when you have high inflation, nothing else works. Back then, the federal banks had to give us the painful but necessary medication of raising interest rates to bring inflation down. While this was definitely the right action, it was taken too late. Now let's fast forward to today. Recently, the feds raised the rates, but they realized that they should have started a little bit earlier when inflation was starting to jump up. So now they're in a rush to catch up on the interest rate hikes, which they should have done before. That's why they're hitting us with the 0.75 point increases because they don't want the same screw up we had 50 years ago. And that's all folks. Thank you so much for watching. Now, if you liked the video, please hit the like button. And if you wanna be updated on when my next video is released, please subscribe. Thank you.